You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we continue our series about connecting with intuition and getting higher guidance by working with muscle testing. And what we're doing here is getting access to the ability to ask questions that can be quite profound. So stay with us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today's theme is muscle testing, the power of muscle testing. And I say that because this is a technique that can be really helpful to help you ask profound questions about your life, getting more detailed information about some things that you would like to know that might be important to you. You can ask emotional questions, you can ask action questions, you can ask nutrition questions, but I should probably explain what muscle testing is first before we get to actually doing it and some of the more detailed aspects of it. So, okay, first muscle testing was called applied kinesiology and it was invented by chiropractors and it was invented by Dr. George Goodhart in the 1960s. And the method was popularized for lay people by Dr. George Thee in the 1980s and it was called muscle testing. So, we're going to talk about it as muscle testing, but I want to explain a little bit about it. So we're using a simplified version of this in order to facilitate communication, either with spirit guides, like we have been discussing in prior episodes, or to ask practical or even spiritual questions about your life. So just reminding you that your body is an energetic and physical structure. It's not just a physical thing. It's energetic as well. Energy flows through your auric field. It flows through your meridians and it flows through your nervous system. And that energy is a way to get answers to your questions. So when your nervous system connects to your muscular system, we call that a neuromuscular junction. You have a connection to the physical body, but also it's energetic because nervous energy is traveling from your brain through your spinal cord, to your peripheral nervous system, and out to your hands, in this case, or arms. Some people use arms for muscle testing. So just think about it like a connection where you have wires going out to machine and switching the machine on. It's like that with our nervous system as well. So the strength of the energy flow through your nervous system can be tested by the strength of your muscles and especially when pressure or resistance is applied. And I mentioned, so if you set an intention, strong is for yes, weak is for no, okay, then when you ask a yes question, you will see a strong response, a strong muscular contraction when you apply resistance to a muscle, okay? And a no question can be answered through the demonstration of a weak muscular connection. So Dr. George Thee uses muscle testing as part of his Touch for Health 
modality. And I've met Dr. John. He came to my massage school a long time ago, shortly before he passed away. And he demonstrated this system. And in his demonstration, he was pressing against someone's arm. And that's pretty common where um, somebody, a tester will press it against someone's arm. Someone will lift up their arm out to the side. That's abduction. And then a tester will press down on the arm to see how much resistance. And the person that's being tested resists the pressure. And they don't press hard. They shouldn't anyway. But they press hard enough where if there's a strong connection, you get a yes. And if there's a weak connection, you get a no. And then he used that to ask a series of questions about what was going on in someone's body so that he could correct health issues and problems in someone's body. And he was using it for health treatment. But you could also use it to ask questions for um, your personal life or ask your guides questions. So you can ask those questions too. Everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. What I'm going to teach you is a technique that you can use for yourself because it's not always convenient to have someone press on your hand, right? Okay. So the first thing you do is you take a deep breath. And you take a drink of water. So go ahead and do that whenever you're ready to do this for yourself. Now, I know you might be listening to this while you're doing something else. But when you're ready, come back, re-listen to this episode, and take a drink of water, take a deep breath. And I'm going to teach you a quick way to clear yourself energetically. And this is important because you can use this technique whenever you feel off. It's called Cook's Hookup. And in the show notes, I have uh, pictures, actually, from a website. Uh, a nice woman was kind enough to put pictures up of what this looks like. And I put her website in the show notes, too. Northeasthealing.com is the website. And what you do is you, you can do the standing, too. But you cross your ankles. And I... I learned it, cross your left ankle over your right, and then put the back of your hands together, and then cross your arms so your right is over your left, and put your palms together. And then bend your elbows and bring your hands up toward your heart. And take a deep breath. Now, in her notes, she says you can use the other hand, um, so you could put left over right if you needed to, if that's more comfortable. Um, so... But I was taught left over, right for feet, and right over left for hands. And then you're going to hold this position for about a minute. And you're going to take some deep breaths. And ideally, close your eyes and put the tip of your tongue on the roof of your mouth. And the purpose of that, when you're breathing in, is that the uh, governing vessel, which is one of the main meridians that feeds energy for all the other meridians in the body... Okay, you have the governing vessel is the hard palate in your mouth, the top, the roof of your mouth, right? Or the top of your mouth, okay? And your conception vessel comes from your pelvis up to the tip of your tongue. So when you connect your tongue to the roof of your mouth, 
you're actually creating a flow of energy. And it's funny because children do this subconsciously a lot. And now I'm teaching you how to do it as an adult. So you're basically connecting the flow of your conception vessel and your governing vessel. And then you're just processing and feeling that energy flow. And as you're breathing, you can feel that, right? And just focus on relaxing. And that's part one. That's Cook's Hookup part one. And Cook's Hookup part two is uncross your feet and put them flat on the floor and put the tips of your fingers together. Now, there are several meridians that are in your arms and hands. So when you put the tips of your fingers together, you're connecting those meridians to each other. You also have several meridians that end up in your, your toes. And technically, we're not touching those together, but we are touching the feet together in the first part. So in part two, your feet are flat on the earth, and that's connecting your foot chakras and sending them toward the earth to connect with the earth's energy. Because you may not be on the ground floor of the building you're in, or if you're outside, you may be several levels up. So you're shooting your root chakras toward the earth, and then you're connecting your fingertips, and you're breathing, and you're taking a deep breath. And hold this again for another minute, if you can, with the tongue on the roof of your mouth as you inhale and you're breathing deeply, okay? And <clears throat> what happens when you do this is it balances your energy and it helps open up the flow of the energy through your meridians because when you muscle test, you want to be clear. I'm going to give you another tip if you still feel off after you do this. Is what I want you to do is you're going to tap your K27s and then you're going to cross your hands and tap your K27s. That's if you're off. And then you're going to tap them with uncrossed hands a third time. So your K27s are kitty 27s. These are acupoints and they also balance the energy flow in your body. And they're located at the indentation where your clavicle or your collarbone meets your sternum. So just lateral to that, just outside of that, or just um, to the outside edges of your sternum, there's an indentation in your upper chest just below your collarbones and where your sternum is. Those are your K27s. First, so you first tap those for usually 10 to 15 seconds. And you'll probably notice that your body, you'll just automatically take a deep breath. And this starts to balance your energy in your body or continues it if you've done Cook's Hookup before. And then you cross your hands and tap again. And this is in case you're crossed or the meridians are not flowing the correct way. You're going to tap that for about 10 seconds. And now I did study Touch for Health. So I am, <laughs> I actually am able to teach you this stuff because I've studied it. So uh, it's important. These are really important techniques. And then after 10 seconds, uncross your hands again and tap the K27s a third time. Okay. Now you could take this technique, combine it with Cook's Hookup and make it part of your daily routine in the morning because it only takes about two minutes to do that. And you could just do the Cook's Hookup parts one and two, and then tapping your K27s. And then that will help balance your energy in the morning. If you don't feel like you're off, you don't have to cross your hands. You could just tap it one time for about 10 to 15 seconds. If you, you're going into muscle tests and you feel like you're off, you're going to tap it with 
right hand on right side, left hand on left side, then you're going to cross and tap, and then you're going to uncross and tap a third time. Okay. So making sure that you know that because it's important to balance your energy. The other thing is you want to release any attachment to the answers, and that's hard to do, but do your best because it's important to let go of your attachment to answers so you can get correct information. All right, that's some of the preparation. And um, I'm going to just now, I'm going to just teach you how to do it. Now, this is the way, there are a couple different ways you can do this. This is one way um, that's more common. It is not my personal preference, but it's easier to do when you're starting out. So I'm going to teach you this way first. So if you're right hand, you're going to use your left hand. If you're left-handed, you're going to make, um, use your right hand actually. Okay. So if you're left-handed, you're going to use your right hand. And what you're going to do is you're going to hold your, your, so let's pretend you're right-handed, hold your left palm up and touch your uh, left pinky and your thumb together to make a circle. Okay. It's like the okay sign, except instead of your index finger and your um, thumb, you're going to use your pinky and your thumb. Okay. And then you're going to, and what you're going to do is you're going to take your right hand, index finger and your right hand of your right thumb, uh, right hand, I should say. So you're going to take the index finger and the thumb of your right hand. You're going to stick them inside of the circle and you're going to try to press that O apart. So the strength is keeping your left hand, keeping that okay symbol or sign. Try to keep that closed and try to keep your right hand from pushing it open. So if it doesn't push it open, that's yes, that's strong. And you say the intention, strong is for yes, weak is for no. And then you press against your fingers to see if that will stay closed, the circle will stay closed, or if it goes weak and it opens up. And <clears throat> then you return to resting position and you relax your hands. So that's the first technique for muscle testing. I'm going to give you another one, and this is the one I use, but it's not easy to do when you're new to muscle testing. You take your right hand, if you're right hand dominant, your left hand, if you're left hand dominant, you take your pinky, uh, no, excuse me, sorry, you take your ring finger and you put it over the top of your middle finger. It's not going to go over all the way, probably just the tip of it will go over the middle finger or maybe it will partially cover the middle finger, okay? And then what you do is you ask your hand, your fingers to show you strongest for yes and weak is for no. And what happens is when you do that, for me, when I say strong is for yes, my fingers extend and straighten. And then if it goes no, they, they bent. So I'll get a definite movement one way or another that's a strong yes or strong no. So the fingers will either straighten for yes or they'll bend for no. If you do this and say strong is for yes, weak is for no, you might get a possible, and then say, please show me a yes. Your fingers might possibly go the opposite direction that mine do. That's okay. As long as you get, show me yes and show me a no. So you can see which direction is yes and which direction is no. Okay. All right. So we're going to take a break because I've been teaching you like a little bit about how to prep to do muscle testing and then I'm teaching you how to do it. But now I'm going to start talking with you about like why you do this, like what kind of questions you can get answered. We're going to do that after the break.
This podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group. That's Hubbard Education Group. Or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we're back. All right. So why do you want to ask these kinds of questions? Like, What are you trying to get from this? So here's the thing. Um, you can ask a lot of questions. You can ask, is this food for my highest good? Now, it's important who you ask to. You can, like for food questions, I would ask your body. Body, is this food for my highest good? Yes or no? And also you can ask questions about supplements. For supplements, I would actually recommend that you don't just listen to this podcast. If you need more detailed information, you should reach out to me because there's more to it that I can give you in this show. It's more complex, but you can do it. I want you to know that it's something you can do, but you have to ask specific questions about nutrition. But let's say you want to ask your guides some questions. You can ask your guides. You could say, you know, my spirit guides and then ask a question. You could ask your angels a question. You could ask your higher self a question. You could ask your animal or plant guides or your ancestors questions. For like, let's say you're having an emotional upset about something. Like, let's say you're upset with a friend and you could ask your spirit guides, is my friend upset with me the same way I'm upset with them? Yes or no. Now you have to ask whenever you do muscle testing, you have to ask a yes or no question. You can't just ask, like, do they like me? You can't say that. It has to be uh, like, actually that is a yes or no question, but still, that's still kind of fuzzy or soft. You need to be really specific. Like, is this person content with me? Is this person happy with me? Or, um, does this person like my personality? Like, that's a question. Now you have to be careful with some of these questions that you ask, because sometimes when you ask questions, you have an emotional attachment to the answer and you want to try to reduce or eliminate that as much as possible. So let's say you said something that you thought was embarrassing in a conversation because we all do it. And later on, you're like, did I offend that person? That would be a good question to ask because it's yes or no. Um, Or did that person think negatively of me because I said X sentence? That's a specific question. But you can also ask questions that are more profound. Like, you know, I'm looking like when people are trying to find out what their path in life is, and that's a really big journey of discovery. You can start asking questions like, is this job beneficial for me? Now, that's pretty vague. So you can start vague and get more specific. Will this job help me grow and develop as a person? That's also vague, but it gives you a little bit more information. Is this job for my highest good at this time? Okay, and then you can continue on. Is this job in alignment with my personal and spiritual goals? That's another question you can ask. Or then you can ask, is this job contributing to my financial well-being? 
things like that. So there are so many questions in life that we have that a lot of times we think we can't get answers to those questions. And sometimes you actually can. And muscle testing is a great way to do it. So I'm just bringing that up as a potential because sometimes people say, okay, let me give you a practical example. Um, Sometimes people ask me after they injure themselves, should I ice or should I use heat? Okay. Um, You could say, is icing for my, is icing going to help me heal right now? Is using heat going to help me heal right now? Like sometimes they'll say, is it okay for me to exercise? That's a good, it's a little vague. You need to be more specific. Is exercising beneficial for me right now? So let's say um, somebody hurt their back and they were getting massage and chiropractic, right? And they were starting to feel better after they injured themselves. And they're trying to find out when to incorporate exercise back into their daily regime. They could say, is exercise beneficial right now? Yes or no? Will exercise be beneficial for me in a week? And be specific about which type of exercise. Walking, running, lifting weights, cycling, doing my Zumba class, whatever that is. And you ask like for specific time periods, today, tomorrow, next week, in two weeks. And then you're getting a sense of when is a beneficial time to go back to exercise as an example. Now, if you ask emotional questions about human relationships, like, is my boyfriend cheating on me? <laughs> as an example, um, you might get squishy results. And what are squishy results? That's why the muscles don't necessarily give you a strong yes or no question. Because the kind of question you're asking, if you're emotionally attached to the answer, like you're afraid of what the answer is, sometimes you'll get squishy answers. Like, do you want to know the answer? Are you afraid of what you're going to find out when you ask the question? Do you give yourself permission to know the information? Like some people have deep subconscious self-esteem issues as an example. And sometimes their vested self-esteem is actually low and For them to grow and change and have a breakthrough in their life would mean that they would have high self-esteem. So sometimes when they ask questions that could lead to high self-esteem, the ego doesn't want them to have high self-esteem. It wants to keep them stuck because they're safe and they're used to being in a certain space in their life. And if you have high self-esteem, which is one of the biggest issues I encounter in my practice... All of a sudden, your life's going to change because you're going to want different things. You're going to have different boundaries. You're going to demand different things of different people than you would if you had low self-esteem. So sometimes you'll get squishy answers when you ask questions. Also, are you attached to a particular answer? Or sometimes if you're rushing and you're impatient, you can also get a squishy answer. So here's the thing. If you're rushing it or you're impatient, you need to stop. You need to do the cook's hookup and you need to do the tapping and you need to just look, why am I asking this question? Is answering this question going to help me? Is this the right question that I'm even asking? And you want to start asking different types of questions. This whole thing about muscle testing, it is, um, uh, it's a whole practice that you could spend years developing. This isn't just something you could just do in 20 seconds. You're going to have to practice. Just 
actually working with your hands, like either holding your in, your pinky and your thumb in that O and pressing against the O, or putting your ring finger over your middle finger and showing a yes or no, just that can take you a while to do it. Now, I did have a podcast working with pendulums, and sometimes some people need to use a pendulum and get used to that first. Uh, sometimes that's that's easier. It's called uh, The Power of the Pendulum. Actually, The Power of Intuition Pendulum Edition. It's episode 74. And sometimes people do well when they practice with pendulums first because what happens is when you work with a pendulum, you can, you can feel the energy of yes or no when you actually practice with the pendulum first. And then when you use your hands for muscle testing, you can also feel the energy of a yes or a no, or the squishy energy if you're not asking the right question, or the squishy energy if you're emotionally attached to an outcome. But muscle testing can be really helpful. Do you remember when I mentioned in the guides episode one that working with guidance is like working with a helicopter that's flying over the road and where you're driving, the traffic looks good, but there is traffic ahead. And if you're in the helicopter, you can see that ahead. Working with muscle testing can also help you get access to that helicopter a little bit. Now you do have to practice in asking the right kinds of questions. They have to be yes or no, and ideally do not be attached to the the answer. And you want to ask the right being. Like for your body and body questions, ask your body. If you need um, spiritual questions answered, ask your higher self or your spirit guides, right? You don't just randomly ask because anybody that's out there that's in the floating around in the astral plane can answer. You want to specifically ask someone that works with you personally. You don't want to just say, is this? You need to say, my higher self, my spirit guides, um, my body, and then ask the question. Okay? It's important. Okay? Because you don't want to get answers from some random person out there. That's the issue with Ouija boards. The people who use Ouija boards don't know anything about the astral plane. There are all kinds of beings that floating float around the astral plane, and not all of them are great. You know, not all of them are positive. And you want to be asking beings that work with you specifically because they have access to your specific information. So you want to talk with those beings. It's important. Okay. All right. So in today's episode, I've given you an introduction to muscle testing. I've talked with you about balancing and clearing your energy before you do it. I've given you two different techniques that you can use. And I've given you some ideas of types of questions you can ask and some formats that you can use to ask questions. One of the things I do want to remind you, if you need help with this or you'd like me to do muscle testing for you so that... I'm not emotionally attached to your questions. You can reach out. We can do a session on Zoom. We can do it by phone or we can do it in person. And you can text me at 971-319-2618. That's 971-319-2618. I can help you get some answers to the burning questions in your life. 
I want to thank you for joining me. It was great having you listen. Feel free to forward this podcast to family and friends. And remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Next time is the 100th episode. We're going to be celebrating. So join us for the next episode. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971-319-2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A, dot com.